if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, they did a new survey and asked Americans when it comes to Thanksgiving, do you like sides or turkey better? Hmm, I like, okay, since you brought it up, here's the fork management. You get like a little bit of stuffing, you get a little bit of mashed potatoes, and then you top it off. One for with turkey. So oh, is that how you do all it? The, but yeah, okay. you got to get all in every bite. Uh, well, the winner is sides, and I 100% mm. agree. Two-thirds of us like the sides better, and half of us would be okay if only we had sides and no, no turkey no, no, for no, Thanksgiving. No, 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 and, no. Why do you people hate America? What's wrong with you? Speaking of sides, <laughs> Campbell's is selling a special Thanksgiving plate for just for sides, it sold out immediately. It's 15 mm. bucks, and all the proceeds go to the charity Feeding America. They plan to get more soon. There's little compartments, so you're like, cranberry doesn't run into... Does it have like a pilgrim stamped on it or something? No, it's just compartments. Well, what makes it Thanksgiving then? I don't know. Just help, because that's when you're going to have like five sides or eight sides. So you huh. need all those compartments. Finally, in the world of food... The new Starbucks Christmas menu is out, and they didn't add one new drink. Mm. There is one new food item, a chocolate pistachio swirl cinnamon bun. Ooh. And Duncan, on the other hand, added for Christmas a new cookie butter cold brew and a cookie butter donut this year. When are those uh, Starbucks items available? There, it's out. Is it? It's done. The, the pistachio swirl cinnamon bun. Griff, maybe chocolate we should uh, run over to Starbucks and have a little taste test. That'd be fun. Wait, what do you think? You want you want to? Well, let's call first before we send Griff. Make over sure there. they have one. Yeah, make sure they've got them. And, yeah, and maybe we'll maybe we'll try one in a bit. Coming up in just a minute. See if you can guess the age when Americans start to notice. Ooh, I'm not getting any younger. There's a specific age when Americans start to notice. Ooh, I'm not getting any younger. Hmm. You want to guess what it is, Kev? It's got to coincide with when you you're you're out of school. And you're working and you maybe go out to dinner with some friends from work and you wake up the next morning and you realize, oh, my gosh, I used to be able to do this every night when I was 18. (laughs) Now that I'm blank years old, I can't. I'm getting old. It is 42. 42. But 15% notice themselves getting older before the age of 35. And most of us say we're at the peak of our health at age 34 And what is one of the biggest ways we notice we're not getting any younger? Not being able to do the same activities or sports. And then when we do, we're so sore afterwards. (laughs) You know, like if you do a pickup basketball game and the next day you're like, oh. Yeah, like you decide all, or maybe all winter long, all you do is, you know, like go to work, sit at a desk all day, come home, eat dinner, go to bed. Right? You Mm -hmm. do that for for five or six months. Springtime comes. Hey, let's go hit the ball around. Ow. <laughs> right. The next morning. Ouch. I don't know about you, but if you mention, hey, you got to take this test, the word test makes me start to sweat. Hmm. <laughs> Do you get a little nervous before you take an exam? We're going to talk about that next. Do you get a little nervous before you have to take a test? Boy, I sure do. I have I'd rather do a paper, a project, anything before I have to take a test. That's my least favorite. And so uh, when it was time to take the SATs when I was in high school, it was like, oh, man, you have that big, huge book that was the size of a phone book to try mm-hmm. to prep for them. Well, guess what happened to a bunch of kids in El Paso, Texas? They have to retake the SAT because their tests flew off a UPS truck. Oh, no. Just a bunch of papers everywhere. 
I had no idea what it was. I didn't think much of it, but I just decided to grab my phone and record it. She was like, oh, they're actually Scantron bubbles because you can see the little bubbles if you really looked. So my mom, as a joke, was like, oh, they're your PSAT scores because I had taken that the day before. And today I just found out that they were actually the SAT scores from our school. No. Can you even imagine? <laughs> like if you didn't, if you felt like you nailed it, you'd be so mad. If you felt like you tanked, you'd be like, yes. A, a start over, a do over, but I feel so bad for those kids because you know what all went into oh, yeah. studying and prepping in the night before, trying to get sleep and the stress in the morning, getting there on time, and they got to do it all over again. Nuts! Tell me that uh, FedEx wasn't on phone with that school on the phone with that school board the next day. You know that wouldn't have happened if you had used FedEx. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> UPS has apologized, of course, and they've been working with the school to recover as many tests as they can. But like the kids said, there were papers scattered everywhere. No, for some, for some, for some kids, that would have been a gift, right? <laughs> oh, they lost my scores. Let's just assume I aced it and move on with our lives, okay? So my kids didn't stress a ton about the SATs. If they did, they didn't verbalize it a ton. But what they did stress a lot about were those standardized tests that they'd get every year. And I think it was because the teachers in the schools would spend a massive amount of time telling everyone, now, don't st- do not stress. Don't stress about these. But here's why you need to stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. My bonus and my future career depend on you doing well. So please, 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 please. Do well. And then they'd also do, okay, and then after the test, we're going to have movie day. So they try to tell the kids, like, it's not that big a deal. Just do your best. Don't be important. But then everything going on around those tests signals to the kids, this is a very, very big deal. And our one daughter, Amber, who was the best best student by far of all of our kids, she would she actually got her stomach upset a few times. Aww, um, like physically thing. ill from being yeah. so stressed about those standardized tests. So... Yeah, I guess maybe everybody handles testing in a different way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It can be it can be very stressful though. So my, my wife, she she loves following the royals, especially Princess Kate. She just thinks she's the greatest thing, right? So uh, when I saw this story, I was like, oh, I got to find out what's going on. Uh, Prince William and Princess Kate were um, they were doing a tour to promote funding for uh, mental health initiatives, particularly for young people. Uh, and it was in Northern England, and so they're stopping at different community centers and stuff, and giving talks and taking selfies with people. Well, they were uh, Prince Williams stands up to give a speech at one of the community centers, and someone stole the show from them. Was it one of their kids? It was a kid, but not one of theirs. Oh, okay. It was a little three-year-old girl named Kaylee Rose, and she knew she was going to meet a princess, so she said, I'm a princess. I'm going to put on my princess gown. Oh, cute. And she had a really long blue print of Disney princess gown, and William's giving his speech, and she goes clomping across the floor in her little plastic princess shoes. <laughs> like, just walked right across the floor. There's a big, you know, like, they're giving the speech, and there's a big area open in front of them, and she just walked right across with a clomp, 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 clomp. And he took it all in stride and, you know, laughed and stuff. That's and, awesome. And Kate bent down and, you know, like motioned for her to come over. And the and the girl went like, wait a minute. And she ran and she got a big bouquet of flowers. Oh. And she walked up and gave Princess Kate this big bouquet of flowers. That's so, so sweet. She remembered her mommy had bought them for one, her. One little princess giving another princess. Oh, I got to go look up that video. <laughs> that sounds so adorable. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Not a lot of people could steal the show from that couple, but... Little Kaylee Rose did. Coming up, why you should stop saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, all the time at work.
Did you know that you should stop saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, all the time at work? When you mindlessly say, I'm sorry, all the time, it can make others think less of you. It can lower your self-esteem and water down a truly necessary apology. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) So here's how you can flip the script. If you're having technical problems, instead of saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, say, thanks for your patience as you work it out. Uh, If you want to join a conversation, don't say, sorry, but I'd like to weigh in. Say, I'd love to add, or I think that. And finally, if you made a mistake, say things like, thank you for the feedback. I take full responsibility, or I appreciate you bringing that to my attention instead of just, sorry, sorry. It's just Mm. not as effective in the workplace. Mm. I think it's become almost like it's a... People in England say that instead of excuse me, like mm-hmm. if they cut in front of your path or whatever while you're walking, yeah. they'll go, sorry, sorry. sorry. And I think that has somehow, it's, British. <laughs> it's it, it somehow moved across the Atlantic and people use that as just like a way of, instead of saying, excuse me, they'll say sorry now. Mm. So I think it's become more and more prevalent, but yeah. according to Elton John, sorry seems to be the hardest word. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a couple of interesting things happen in the last week with uh, delivery guys. You know, people delivering packages and yeah. stuff, including one yesterday where I think the guy handed me the package and then thought, uh-oh, did I give that to the right person? Ooh, <laughs> I'll tell you what yikes. happened and what made it so funny next. So tis the season, right, when you're going to see delivery drivers like crazy. Oh, you, know what, yeah. you know what you see when it gets closer to Christmas, too? Uh, they double up. They got a driver and somebody with the driver. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah they tag yeah. team it. Yep. Okay, but I saw a couple of weird things with delivery drivers recently. One, I thought I was witnessing one of those, uh, you ever see videos, like people will post a ring door video of delivery guy will toss their package over a fence or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we were driving out of our neighborhood in a big white unmarked delivery van, probably subcontractor for, you know, one of the delivery companies. They pull into somebody's driveway. I'm not kidding you. The pa- I see the guy fling the package. He doesn't get out, just rolls down his window, and he threw the package, like, up to the top of the driveway, and then backed out. I could not believe it. Mm. I was like, what? what why, why did you do that? Maybe he knew it wasn't fragile. Doesn't matter. Whatever it is, wouldn't you be upset if you, you like, that was your thing, and you saw him just throwing it to the top of your driveway? Yeah, I, was, I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with that. So that was weird driver thing number one. I felt like I witnessed one of those videos. The other thing is I pulled up to my house yesterday, and there was a delivery uh, van. He had backed into our driveway, but he had backed right into the middle, so I couldn't pull in. There was no room for me to pull in. So I just pulled up along the front side, and I said, hey, just going to pull in when you're done. He's like, oh, is this your house? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, here you go. And he handed me the box. And we live on a cul-de-sac, but the turnaround point is about, I don't know, like a quarter of a mile down the road. So so I was like, I said, I said, okay, thanks. And I drove away. <laughs> <laughs> Gave him a heart attack. Right. I bet he probably thought, what did I just do? <laughs> Who did I give the package to? And by the time I had turned around and come back, he was gone. So I guess he was okay with it. Yeah. But. <laughs> he should have taken a picture of you because you know how they often take a picture of it on your front step. Yeah, and, to, and yeah. email it to you. Well, he took a picture of the package, like scanned the little code or mm-hmm. whatever, and took a picture of the package. But he didn't take a picture of me or the car or the license tag or anything. He was just like, "See ya." It's funny. <laughs> the stuff a delivery person must see in a given day. Oh, 
Wow. Yeah. The uh, stories they could tell. They see a lot. But I, I was, I tell me you're not like a little shocked. The guy didn't even get out of the truck. He rolled the window down and heaved it. I mean, it went like higher than the van in the air and then landed. And he has no idea what's in there, right? That's just, no, that's just wrong. I'm sorry. That That is that is not doing your job. I, I don't think that the delivery company would be happy if they knew that that was his, his preferred procedure for delivering a package is just throw it to the top of the driveway. <laughs> Hello, it's Kevin and Taylor. What's going on? Hey, I just happened to be one of those delivery guys you were just talking about. So what? how about that? The guy just like heaved the package to the top of the driveway. I was like, what? Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, I've seen people where, you know, you go to the bottom of the steps and maybe there's two or three. And, you know, it might be a shirt or something like that. But to not even get out of the van and just throw it, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about the guy yesterday that uh, handed me the package in my car and then I just kind of drove away? <laughs> if you had done that, would you have been a little worried? <laughs> yeah. I've, you know, I've probably done that a time or two. But they never – I always ask them their name. And if their name matches that, then, hey, you know – or they're like, hey, I've been looking for this. You know, you kind of got a good gist, but they normally don't drive off. So that was kind of yeah. kind of crazy. He didn't ask my name. He just said, you live here? I went, uh-huh. <laughs> he handed it over. <laughs> I mean, it was my package. It was my house, but he didn't ask for ID or and nothing beyond just like, yeah, I live here. <laughs> so neither uh, of those drivers in your mind should get employee of the month. You know, a lot of it, uh, you know, especially you say, you know, new drivers, guys have never done this. So, you know, they get 180, 200 stops. They, they're just, it just frazzles them. You know, they're mm. just like, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's getting ready to be your crazy busy season, too, with Christmas. So be safe out yeah, there, okay? Yeah, you guys work so hard. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Hey, think about this for a minute. Who's the biggest overcomer in your life? This is pretty wild. Last year, a high school volleyball star in Colorado named Zoe was partially paralyzed in a car crash. Mm. And she's in a wheelchair and still has a long way to go to her recovery. But she's a fighter. And she has now regained feelings down to her knees. Last month, she won homecoming queen. And with the help from a friend, she managed to stand up at a volleyball game and serve a ball over the net. The place went nuts and all her teammates rushed the court. Ever since like last October, I've been working on standing up and trying to get a serve over. It felt really good. I didn't put all this work in just to give up. Mm. Can you imagine a wow. whole year just to hit one serve? Wow. Way to go, Zoe. That's amazing. Coming up, do you have a miracle baby in your family? Wait till you hear about this one. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good do you have a miracle baby in your family? So many of us do, right? Like my mom, my niece Kaylee. Well, check this one out. A miracle baby born in England recently went home after 112 days in the hospital. His mom had an emergency C-section at only 26 weeks. Mm. And this little baby boy was only one pound, 10 ounces at birth. Oh, so tiny. Doctors had to resuscitate little Isaiah for 17 minutes. His heart Mm. had stopped Mm. before he started breathing. But he's now up and he's around eight pounds during doing a whole lot better. His parents, Bethany and Ruben, couldn't be more thrilled to have their little baby boy Isaiah home. 
And I just wanted to add a kudos to all those neonatal doctors and nurses mm-hmm. that worked tirelessly on little baby Isaiah for 117, 112 days. Wow. Till he finally got to go home. Can you it's imagine incredible. what it was like being his mom and dad? Oh. Worry and stuff. I yeah. Know my mom, my brother was a preemie, and this was like years ago. Uh, so you had to stay in the hospital for a really long time, too. Not like that, but he was there for about a month. And my mom it was like, oh, yeah, I lived at the hospital. Yeah. I was there every minute I could be there. Absolutely. Uh, she was uh, she was there. I think he was he was like four pounds, something like that. Mm. Um, not that not one pound like that baby, but still tiny. Right. Um, so, yeah, every parent that's gone through that. Wow. Kudos to you. Boy, so many people have great miracle baby stories, which are our God stories, right? And oh, we yeah. would love to hear yours. Do you have a story of uh, just a miracle happening with the birth of one of your kids? We'd love to hear about it. Give us a call. We're swapping miracle baby stories. Yeah, my mom, Sandra, she's a miracle baby. In fact, I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for the fact that she's a miracle baby. Her mom, my grandmother, was only 13 when she got pregnant with my mom, and she chose life. For my mama, mm. she decided to carry that baby to full term. She had a really supportive foster mom who helped her through it. And um, she made an adoption plan. My mom got adopted into a really loving family. And uh, we ended up meeting my grandmother later in life when my when I was in high school. We met Grandma Bessie and wow. we were able to thank her for choosing mm. life for my mom. Yeah. is just a miracle that... I mean, at that age that she chose to go ahead and have the baby. So. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. So, because, And because of that, you're here. That's the only reason <laughs> I'm here today. Yeah. It's because of that decision. There you go. All right. Well, we would love to hear from you. Do you have a good miracle baby story? Ollie, we're talking about miracle babies and your wife had quadruplets. Wow. I can't imagine. All of them three pounds or under. When did the last baby get out of NICU and come home? After 71 days. Mm. All of them, they were in the NICU. You must have been a praying dad while all that was happening. Yes. uh, And uh, my wife, Lori, she was chosen by God to go through all this. And thank God because she's such a strong woman. Mm. Now they are nine years old and all of them are healthy. And we thank God every day for them. Do you feel like you have a lot of baby showers to attend? I know two people that had baby showers to go to the other day. Mm. My sister went to one for Mm -hmm. her small group and uh, my friend Heidi went to one for her cousin. Everywhere you look, there's another pregnant woman. Well, it's not your imagination. The United States is in the middle of a mini baby boom. 50,000 more babies were born in 2021 compared to the year before. The baby boom is driven mostly by two groups of women. Those having a child for the first time and those with a college education who are more likely to benefit from working from home. Experts have been worried for years about the declining fertility rate here in the United States because if it falls too low economic growth could be hurt so this mini baby boom offers a glimmer of hope remember that time someone broke your heart coming up did you share about it or kind of keep it to yourself remember that time someone broke your heart Man, it's so tough it just brings back memories are you having a flashback right <laughs> yeah now? i just had a flashback i didn't think that was gonna happen <laughs> Did you share about it or kind of keep it to yourself? Sounds like you're sharing about it right now, lady. (laughs) Uh, Gen Zers are crying about their breakups on TikToks. Of course. And they end up going viral. And I, you're not going to believe this, but therapists are saying it's a good thing. 
saying they're choosing authenticity over aspiration. They also say by sharing their grief, they don't feel as isolated and alone in their pain. But they're being authentic and sharing their deepest, darkest emotional state with complete and total strangers. Yeah, we got the what advice. What do you say about that, Mr. Therapist? Yeah. Good night. We got advice from a radio consultant years ago. It was the best ever. She said, um, in your show, be personal, but not private. Right. And you can apply that to your, you know, to life and because social why, media. Why would you be emotionally vulnerable with people who by no fault of their own, they just don't care about you. They're just they're like followers of yours on Instagram or whatever. They don't have the emotional bandwidth to care about you like they do real people in their lives and that that's going to hurt. I can't believe what kind of therapist would say that's a good thing. I mean, where do they get their therapy degree? From like a mail-in thing from Rolling Stone magazine or something? (laughs) Become a therapist in your spare time? No, no, no. That's a terrible idea. Okay, so it's a a big day for uh, folks who like to go buy Starbucks. They've got their holiday menu they've uh, unrolled. And I went on my app, and the app is updated too. It's got the big red Christmas logo comes up now instead of just the usual Starbucks green background. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, on their new menu is an item called a chocolate pistachio swirl. Cinnamon roll. Griff ran next door and got us one. It's Ooh, warm. Do you want to try it? Yeah. Give it an on-air taste test here in to. just a minute. So, uh, all right. That's a, I, I'm not one to jump on the Christmas bandwagon early. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes to food, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give it a try. Coming up next. We have to have appropriate music. Because we're going to sample from the uh, Starbucks holiday menu. It's a, uh, what is this again? Taylor it is saw this. a, um, what? I covered you, it in the world of food. Right, you saw it. And yeah. It, it wasn't and on my it, radar it, Oh, at all. yeah, yeah. I saw it on, um, so here it is. It's a chocolate pistachio cinnamon swirl. And so, oh no, there's no cinnamon. Sorry. I, I added it. the word cinnamon. Did you really drop it? I dropped it. <laughs> Five second roll. I dropped mine. <laughs> so I I don't know. I'm a little because it's chocolate pistachio and not cinnamon. Yeah. I'm I don't know if I'm ready for this. Like I always expect a cinnamon roll to have or a, a cinnamon roll to have cinnamon flavor. Okay, let's do this like connoisseurs would. Let's give I'm it a smelling sniff. it. Doesn't smell. I don't it. smell any cinnamon. <laughs> there is no cinnamon. It's just chocolate and pistachio. In a swirl. I mean, I don't smell any chocolate. I just smell like dough. Like Me too. I just smell dough. Dough. Like a yeasty smell. Okay. All right. I, do you have it has a good... minimal amount of chocolate and a couple of uh, chopped up pistachios on top. Okay. I made sure I I have a decent bite of chocolate, dough, and pistachio. Here yeah, we go. I went with a little middle section so that I give it a because that's the best part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in, fa- in fairness to them, they had warmed it and it is no longer warm, but. Ooh. I give it a solid meh. <laughs> that is really unpleasant. I'm choking on it. I hate to say this, Starbucks. That's unpleasant. But I am underwhelmed. Wow. <laughs> Here's how underwhelmed I am. I have a Fiber One cinnamon coffee cake bar here. Mm-hmm. That's this more is, appealing. This is 100 times better. <laughs> it's so- and it's only 70 calories compared to this. Mm. So. Wow, I was expecting to be pleasantly surprised. I like chocolate, I like pistachio, but but I don't like this. Mm-mm. 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 No, that's like. Okay. Can you imagine if we were at someone's house and they're like, "I made you my famous chocolate pistachio," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, thanks." 
<laughs> Man, I'm <am> so full. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, we've done you a favor, right? If you go into Starbucks and you're like looking at, because they do have a lot of stuff that tastes great there. Oh, yeah. But if you're thinking, maybe I'll try that one. Get like one of the breads no. with the frosting on top or a scone, scone. or something. Go yeah. for the scone. They'll never do you wrong. But this, yeah, Mm-mm. not great. Okay, for, for for the sake of making sure that our on-air taste test is legit, Taylor and I both, we both tried the, what is it, chocolate pistachio uh, swirl. S- swirl from Starbucks. And we're gonna, not going to say what we said about it because Griff is in the studio with us now. Griff, you will be the, uh, you're like the control group. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. you, we gave our opinions on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to make sure that every, everybody knows we're legit, we want you to give it a try. Okay. And give us what your thoughts are. And by thoughts. the way, real quick before you take a bite, sm- smell it because all smell we it. smelled was like yeast. No, don't stop oh, taking sorry. his opinion. Oh, sorry. Control group. Oh. Yeah, it smells like a bread maker. <laughs> oh, that's so good! Okay. Yes, yes. A, so bread have a bread maker. That's what it what it smells. So if you uh-huh. like that smell, this is for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, give it a taste. Chocolate pistachio swirl. The only new menu they only item new menu for item. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? There's not much to it. <laughs> tastes like bread. It tastes plain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I said. I w- I said my my thoughts on it are meh. Which is not why you buy a Where's bakery, the chocolate? A bakery treat. You don't buy a bakery treat to be underwhelmed, right? Which is wild because a company that big, you know they go through all kinds of taste testing and control. Maybe our problem is we didn't eat it warm. We should take one little piece and go warm it up in the kitchen. Well, they did warm it, but I don't think any amount of warming is going to save that. Yeah, I just I don't, don't think either. it is. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe when you start mass producing stuff like that, it loses some of its... Some of its uh, uh, dude, have you ever had a Cinnabon? That is the most mass-produced, delicious, ooey-gooey goodness. All right. If Cinnabon can do it, you should be able to do it too, I Starbucks. mean, I could pop open a roll of Pillsbury rolls at home, and it'll taste 100 times better oh, than that. Oh, way better than that. Yeah. Way better than what we just had. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so Griff, you give it a solid meh, meh. too. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. But it's not good either. He's like it's, you. He's eating it too. Like, why are you guys eating? I'm hungry. This? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's food, and I, personally, I just hate throwing food away. I don't know why. I mean, I've never, I do too. Normally, I've never but been, that's like you know, starving or anything. But I just that it bugs me to throw food away, and when I see people throw food away, it bothers me. So. Good boy, Griff. Quick, I'm trying to here. find the flavor. I'm Let's just <laughs> like, maybe if I take another bite, it'll be there. <laughs> you can give me one more bite. Oh, maybe, maybe now. <laughs> Put some salt on it. <laughs>